Do the countdown. Hey, we are here with podcast number six of the Double E Podcast, starring Ed. And Eddie. Yeah. Number six, man. Um, And they just keep getting better and better. The guest improves. Uh, I don't know what to say. And I I, I do want to give a special shout out to um, everybody that's been keeping up with us, that's been following us. Um, Our people in New York, uh, Natasha Spear. Let's see, we got Natasha Spear, we got the real D. Spency, uh, DD, TG John, uh, Shauna, uh, Ashley, King Juan. Uh, that's just to name a few of some of the people that we have uh, brought in to the to the to the double E family. Still want to Give a shout out to the Netherlands. We appreciate you. And uh, what was the others? Ireland and Ireland. Mexico. Yes, uh, definitely. You can follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, we've got our Twitter account up. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. A lot of our uh, people are pulling up the podcast via Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we did put in a application to get put into iTunes, and we're just waiting on hearing back from them. And hopefully by the next podcast, you'll be able to listen to us on iTunes. I don't see why not. Yeah. So, man, uh, what what you been up to, Eddie? Oh, man, just, you know, doing the work thing, uh, knocking out them hours, keeping my head, you know, above water, and, uh, you know, looking forward to our shows, man. I see, I think... Ed and I got to talk quite a bit this week because we're, we're happy of where we're going with this and how it's going. So we're talking about keep on keeping on. Definitely, definitely. And uh, as far as keep on keeping it on, podcast number two, we had Mike Babb on. Yes, most yes, definitely. He most was definitely. up here with Texas Slim. Uh, we dipped back into the bad pool, didn't we? Yeah, we. It's almost like a, a, we don't want to take it to a bad podcast, but we we we're getting the babs <laughs> in, and we like that though. Good people, good people. And uh, today we have John Bab. Let me give let me let me give it let me give it up for. Let me start it off. You got from Baker University, fullback, running back. You got from Topeka High, thousand yard rusher. You got middle school, long jump title, John Babb. What up? What's happening, John? <laughs> What's going on, Seven? All right, yeah. how's everything going with you? Oh, it's going okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, no, oh, I thought you were going to say something. I didn't want to cut you off. So now you're down at Baker, is that right? What's that? Are you down at Baker University? Uh, after I graduated high school, I went to Baker University. Okay. So right now, I'm at Wichita State. Oh, wow. What uh, What are you doing at Wichita State? After I got my degree from Baker in exercise science, I came to Wichita State for physical therapy school. Cool. So then, uh, so now your playing day is over? Yes, they are. Uh, even for that three on three YMCA tournament, or are you gonna? Get oh it? well. 
Yeah, and from John, time to time, I'll, I'll get on some intramurals and play a little bit. Yeah, well, we do have a three-on-three uh, basketball. We're shutting down the roads and the block, and uh, we're pulling out these goats, having a DJ, good food, and we're going at it, John. You might have to take your your, your uh, jumper out of retirement and bring it back. I might just have to, even though it was never really that good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a uh, – it was interesting how uh, – we had um, Mike on podcast too, and we had all the listeners and viewers, you know, worried about and concerned about where uh, his son might go. Nick, yeah. And uh, he picked Iowa State. How, how do you feel about that move, John? I thought it was a nice move for him coming from Penn State. That was really far away. He wasn't really as happy as he could have been, so he moved a little bit closer to home, got to the Big 12 which I enjoyed because I always watch Big 12 games and we were able to actually go watch him play a couple times. Mm-hmm. Now you got the his other son. Now did you hear that he done already uh, took uh, another uh, college interest? Did you find that out? I sure did. Yeah. So he's going to have to wait another year, but I believe he went to Iowa State as well. Yeah, yeah. So he will have to sit out another year? Yep. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah. Right on, now, right on. Now, did you feel pressure growing up because of your last name being here in Topeka? In what way? In the way of how that you have to excel in sports. You have to excel not only uh, physically but mentally with the books um, as well as being a good role model uh, the bad name carries clout here in Topeka. So, I mean, did you feel right. any of that pressure? Or was it just, uh, nah? Yeah, I mean, there was there was a little bit to a certain degree. I mean, uh, my uncles and my dad, they were all big basketball stars. So, and that was never really my sport. So, I stuck with football and track for the most part. And then going to school with my mom and my uncle at during middle school, I would, I would have to you know, behave pretty well. So, <laughs> I mean, so I you, didn't, you try not to get in trouble. So. So, so you talk like I didn't have no discipline. I was in that building too now. Is that right? Oh, you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think I taught you how to hill toe whenever you get done. Oh, boy. <laughs> I remember the middle school parties, John. You you were quite oh. the celebrity. You know, and, and when you mentioned your dad, I mean, them are some shoes to fill. I mean, Bob Babb, he he did some nice things as far as on the field, on the court. So, I mean, you know, did you ever did anybody ever question you about, hey, man, God, man, your dad was this, your dad was that. And, I mean, how how'd you feel about that? No, it was never really too bad. I mean, it was – I had the work ethic, so I, they always liked my effort, but uh, – they, I always got questioned about not being as tall as all those guys. But, <laughs> I mean, that that was up, pretty much it. Though. What was up with that? What was what was going on with that? Is that the Powell uh, side of the family? Because the Powell ladies were tall too. I wouldn't say that. None of them really topped out beyond <laughs> five seven. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, my dad was shortest at six two, and I really never, I never really got anywhere near that. But. Mm-hmm. It might have been because I started lifting weights a little bit earlier than I could have. So, of all the games that you've played in, which one stands out the most? There are a couple of them, but I would go to probably 
senior year of high school, it was the last game of the regular season. We're playing Lawrence High, and we had to win this game in order to get into the playoffs. Topeka High hadn't been in the playoffs for like the past 10, 15 years before that, so it was a huge game. I had like 272 yards with four touchdowns. It was my best game ever, I think. You said 272? Wow, wow. What did you long jump in middle school? Uh, in seventh grade, it was 17 feet, five inches. And that was the record for that year. Yeah. Dang. Okay, 272 yards. I don't think I, I, don't think I did that in practice <laughs> through the whole season. Okay. <laughs> that's just, uh, that just seemed like too far. Uh-uh. No, but I probably didn't, you know, I didn't have Nikes and Reeboks, so it was harder to run in pro wings. You didn't, you know. <laughs> now, how, what was the most you uh, ran uh, in a single college game at Baker? Uh, the most I topped out was, I think, just 150 because we had, like, a three-headed monster approach. Just a hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah. I break the century mark, and then when I hit one fifty, I decided, you know what? Let let the, let them other two monsters get a little piece. Okay, I'm gonna go help with the decorations. Okay. Now did you? Now did you? Did you feel like because you were injured a part of your uh, college career when you was a running back at Baker? The season, or was you happy with your season rushing yards? Uh, sort of. I mean, individually, not so much, but I'm more of a, a team player. So when I the season ended my senior year and I had like 800-some yards, and I mean, we had a pretty good season as a unit, so that was, that was okay with me. Cool. Of all the people that you played against, who hit you the hardest? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> Leave your dad out of it. <laughs> right, right. Let's see. Uh, Hayden and Seaman could pop pretty well, but there was one cat from Highland Park that could stick. His name was, I think, uh, Kirk Sexton. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He he could lay the wood. And did he catch you on any? I mean, it was a it was a good give and take. I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> now, being a little kid. Going over to the uncle's house, you know, I mean, golly, I mean, how many times did they hit you in the chest or want you to be tougher or, I mean, was it competitive? I mean, did they have you and Chris and all you guys out in the yard playing or was it more of a, no, nah, no, nah, we're not through with our career. Y'all sit over there and eat barbecue. We're still playing. Right. No, I mean, growing up, we never really got to see the adults play a whole lot, but me and Chris would be out in the sun playing basketball and one-on-one baseball and soccer and stuff all day, just for hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super competitive. But, I mean, eventually when he started getting taller, he would, have, of course, beat me pretty good. So. <laughs> <laughs> I never backed down, though. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. see? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what kind of drew you towards football? Was it the – the height you stopped growing or was it just the love for the, the, the game or uh, you know that's a that's a tough question I, my doctor and my mom didn't want me to play football when I was growing up but then 7th grade came around and all my friends were doing it so I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna do this and it I uh, just kind of fit my skill set pretty well much more than basketball ever did 
You know, we always give a shout out to the uncles and the dad. I want to give a personal shout out to Mrs. Babb. Um, man, she she she's a tremendous lady. It's uh, always my pleasure to get to work with her at Topeka High. Um, John, she doesn't play in the classroom. It's her way or the highway. And I'm sure there was a lot of times at home you had to go up in your room. Uh, just just a good lady, man. And, uh, you know, we always talk about the fellas. So, I, you know, she might be listening. So I want to give a shout out to Miss Babb, you know, wonderful woman. Absolutely. Yeah. It seemed like that, that, that you seem very well-rounded. Did you ever go into Neeks? When when the yeah. rest okay so I probably have met you and I I probably just don't know the yeah, face I, think you have. The, I mean I think you have, once I yeah. see him I would know who he mm-hmm. who he actually was see Ed was was working with with uh, with Mike probably John before you were born or you were real yeah. real, real real little yeah, yeah. real little yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah yeah uh, John we was just you know visiting on. The, the, the athletic uh, part, man, let's tell us something about this education, man, because, you know, hats off to a, a young man, you know, that, that, you know, grew up, you know, in, in the central Topeka, and it's just hats off when you get to talk to, you know, brothers that, that came out with an education, you know, because I can go drive down Western, man, and I hate to say this, but probably can count them on one hand, man. So, I mean, tell us what... What got you into the science, and what got you into uh, your other field, which is, what is it? Uh, physical therapy. Physical therapy. Yeah, let us know a little bit about that side of you. Okay. Well, uh, being an athlete, it was important to keep our grades up, of course, so we wouldn't have to worry about not playing. And then uh, also playing sports, I would get hurt a lot, and then I would go see a physical therapist, and I always just enjoyed their personalities and how they were getting back on my feet and back on the field again to join my teammates. So I wanted to be able to do that for people as well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just getting good grades was always important to me, starting back way in elementary school and that's continued today. And now I'm in a doctorate level program and I'll be, I'll be working after the end of next May. Wow. For all you young athletes out there, please, if you're listening, write this down, man. Cause I mean, this is really important. Me. Being in the hallways of Topeka High, uh, me, uh, DJ, and Robinson Middle School parties. I mean, I just wish that, you know, we, we have more kids that want to follow that pattern, you know, John. And, you, you know, growing up now, there's a lot of single single parents, you know. And you had some friends that were single parents. What, what, kind, of, what kind of information or advice can you give to, to, to the kids that just have a mom and there's not a dad around? Or... A dad and not a mom around. Right. Uh, I would just tell those kids to be sure to listen to their parents and understand that they're working very hard to keep food on the table and support them. And I know that uh, just try not to give them too much trouble. Do all <laughs> they can. Mm-hmm. That's good. See now, how have um? Let's see how how do I want to ask ask you this question? Um. When you get into physical therapy, okay, uh, the roadblock of overcoming someone's mental state. Um, like Wayman Tisdale lost a leg, okay? They said that he was up and walking 
with a prosthetic in like days. I mean, he was actually, you know, but he had that mindset that it wasn't going to be a hindrance, you know, and he wasn't going to feel sorry for himself. How do, how do you think you're going to be able to handle that person who does feel sorry for themselves? And, uh, I mean, do they teach you, like, motivational techniques, or or is this just individualized that you have to find out something about this person to make them want to live again and make them want to do things? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, um, that They kind of teach us a little bit about that, but some people are going to be more gifted at that than others, and it'll be on an individual basis. So you got to make sure that they've got a really good support system. And if they don't, then you got to refer them down to somebody else that can help them out, like a, a psychologist or just someone that they can talk to about their issues. And you have to really find out what really motivates them to drive them to get better. See, because you seem like you're self-motivated. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So then it's pretty easy for you. And, and I think as a physical therapist... Each person, just based on the conversation I've had with you so far, it's they're not a they're they're more like family. I mean, I can I can sense that you really care about this person as not, you know, oh this is the person I got to rehab, but they're more like this is family and I'm gonna get this person back. They're gonna be back to 100 percent. You know what I mean? And that, that yeah. you take a more of a personal, hands-on approach to, to, to the physical therapy. Is that probably because of the physical therapist that you encountered early in your career? Yeah, yeah, partially, yeah. They were always really, really compassionate, and they saw me as a person and not just another client or a patient or a number. You know, they really cared about what it was I wanted to get back to, what it was. How far do you want to take the physical therapy? Would you like to just be local? Would, could you see yourself as a therapist for a professional basketball or football team, a.k.a. traveling with Chris and the Celtics? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's always the dream. That's always the dream. But, I mean, the first couple of years, I probably you know, stay local and try to make enough money to pay off my student loans. And that, probably, <laughs> you know, I'll probably uh, specialize and see what I can get into sports-wise. You know, I was listening to Ed when he was saying that, you know, about Wayman Tisdale. Now, you know, a lot of times when he was down and out, I think he went to his music because he was – uh, a good. real, real good music player. What, what did uh, he, he play? played jazz. Jazz, yeah, uh, yeah. He and played the upside down, left-handed bass guitar. Bass guitar. Yeah. So now, do you think that, that that would be something for a person that 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 has not able to 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 or that misses his dream and has got into it and something devastated like that happens? So, do you think it's good that they find a second dream of theirs to go to? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you got to have something that occupies your time and that you're passionate about. And if you're not able to do what you started off doing, it's always important to find something else that, that you like to do. 
Yeah, I was a big Wayman Tisdale fan. In fact, he said his father bought them all guitars, and he learned to play by listening to the radio. But he would break the strings, and he was down to just four strings left, so he started playing bass. But he was left-handed, so he had to learn to play everything upside down. He took a, a regular guitar and flipped it, so he had to learn to play everything backwards. But he did it all. I mean, it was something that was self-taught. That's, and it was, wow. yeah, it, see, was, was, it was pretty amazing. And I was on the opposite side of watching 10 seconds left in the game and KU fan. And, <laughs> come on, Wayman, don't do this to us again. God, that guy was a monster, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did you idolize growing up? I mean, and I don't want to say idolize, but who did you – like kind of model model your game after. Talking about uh, football or what? Yeah, football wise. Ooh, there were there were a couple different people uh, that in the day that was when Priest Holmes was playing for the Chiefs. Okay. Uh, yeah, like uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. Ooh. Yeah, I mean there were there were a couple other ones, but those are the main two I can think of off the top. Cool. Well, man, hey, John, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Um, i love to keep you on, but we have one more guest that we have to... Well, we're going to, yeah, we're going to, yeah, we're going to go to one more guest before we get off the podcast. But yeah, John, man, you make time go by fast, man, because like you said, man, you're, you're, you're smooth and, you, you know, you got it together and you know what you want to do, man. Hey, um... When uh, Ed and uh, Eddie show up in Wichita, man, make sure you take care of us, okay? <laughs> Let me know when you're coming down. Oh, uh, see, I, I was supposed to be down last week. From I, I have family down there, so oh, yeah. I, yeah, I come down there quite a bit. So yeah, man, we'll have to hook up, though. Seriously, okay? Right, Maybe well, we can I'm do. Only the... here, I'm only here for three more weeks, so that might not be able to happen yeah. unless you come in the near future. Hey, where are you going after that? Yeah, what's your new location? All of next year, I'll be out doing little clinical rotations. So my first one's going to be in Topeka at Stormont Vale for 10 weeks. Wow. I got a little personal question I'm going to shoot with to you real quick. Are you single? Okay, so yeah, you're gonna be traveling all over the place. We know you're gonna have women going coming in there limping. Yeah, the on, women man. gonna be limping. Just yeah, to... man, don't, yeah, don't try to sugarcoat. We know what's going on. Ain't man. even hurt. Oh, I, yeah. just, I just need some therapy. I well, need some therapy. Well, John, it was good having you, man, and uh, appreciate you. And yeah. uh, you're gonna be hearing more from us, and you're not gonna be the last bab, and hopefully, we'll have you back on again, man. All right, thanks, fellas. Hey, man, thank you, thank you. And that was John Babb. Uh, let's see, how do you want to say that? John Babb, son of Bob, Bob Babb. Yes, of uh, Bad Boys Barbecue. Um, Got a chance to coach John, man, in middle school, you know. And it was funny, me coaching a, a seventh-grade football team, and this guy knew more than I did. And then we get up to the high school level, and I'm coaching the, the freshman basketball team. And it was just, I mean, this guy's coachable. And, you know, it was just a pleasure getting a chance to coach a young man like that, man. A pleasure. Oh, I bet it is. Uh, what else was I going to say? about? Oh, okay. You know what? It, 
I, I have to say this because anybody that goes back and listens to podcast number five will know that we were talking about sports and I said, watch out for them old people. I said, the San Antonio Spurs are my sleeper. They are now up, what is it, two to one over the Clippers. No, it's two to two. They, the, the, Clippers the Clippers won today? No, the Clippers won the first two games. No. Yes. The Clippers did not win the first two. Oh, so it, it, it so it's two to one. Two to one. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yes, yes, that old man Tim Duncan. Oh, yeah, 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 they're up two to one. And they got Doc Rivers talking about, oh, it was my fault, and we need to score more points. Um, you know, it's it was it was bad. It was I, I was very 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 impressed. Yeah, very impressed. Um, where we well, Tim Duncan, gay, he's what just had a 39, 39th birthday, and uh, man, he's playing every yeah. bit of twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. This guy is going to the left side, shooting a right-handed hook off the backboard. I mean, we've always called him Mr. Fundamentals, but, I mean, he's just, God, he's got so much arsenal in his game. Oh, yeah. He, um, he, the Clippers know that they, they, better, they better get ready. They better bring it because if they don't, they're going to be going home early. So they better bring it, you know. Oh. Then, we, then we got Golden State this Rolling in the West, what they're they're up three zero. Are they? Yeah. I I didn't watch their last yeah, game. They're up three zero, and uh, you just got some good games out there. This second round is going to be dangerous because there's a possibility that the Chicago Bulls will be playing the Cleveland Cavaliers, who both teams are up in their series, three zero, and they might be playing each other in the next round. Wow, that could easily be a NBA Finals game. And these guys are meeting in the second round. You know what? I mean, people say, I don't watch NBA unless it's the playoffs. Well, the playoffs are here. (laughs) That's the best way to put it. And we're a week away, exactly one week away from Mayweather Pacquiao. Uh, Oh, man. Uh, This fight is going to be unbelievable. Um. There's, uh, it was reported on ESPN.com Friday that uh, the president of Top Rank and Pacquiao's promoter uh, will add a record $13.2 million to the bottom line of a fight expected to generate at least $400 million. Okay. Uh, pay-per-views, $100 a pop. Uh, and and I'm gonna pay it. <laughs> Got to have it. Got to have it. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. And this is uh. Would this be a week from today? A week. A week from today. Next next Friday, it's uh or next Saturday I should say. You set up. You watch um, the NBA, and in the morning, and then about halfway through the NBA. You flip over, you catch the Kentucky Derby, and then you always bet on a, on a liquor in Kentucky Derby. If the horse is named after a beer or liquor, they normally do good, okay? <laughs> <laughs> then you watch some more NBA, and then you close it out with uh, Mayweather Pacquiao. 
Yeah. And what do you what do you think about this fight? I mean, you know, and 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 on our on our viewers, when you're doing your uh, uh, your your double E podcast, you know, we we want to know, you know, what you think. It's, they can hit us up on our Gmail account. It's a double E D O U B L E E seven eight five at gmail.com. Okay, yeah. Uh, they can follow us on Twitter at Double E Podcast. Uh, I just got that set up. Um, and then they can go to SoundCloud, Double E Podcast, or Facebook us at Double E Podcast. So there's, uh, right now there's only four ways to reach us. By next week there'll be six. Uh, our phone lines will be open uh, I want to do a whole show one time with just viewer call-ins. Mm -hmm. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know? That would be awesome. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I, as far as the fight is concerned, I got, uh, I I think Mayweather's going to win, but uh, it would not shock me if Pacquiao does win. I think if the further down the line it goes, the more is going to favor Pacquiao. Um, Evander Holyfield uh, made a little statement that said, boxing does not like you to retire undefeated. Okay? So if it goes to a decision, don't be surprised to see Pacquiao win a controversial decision so they can have Mayweather Pacquiao too. Gross another four hundred million, you know. Because my thing is, if Pacquiao loses, the Mayweather feels like he's done it all. He feels like there's nothing else to accomplish. I want him to win, but then do I? Because I really like to see a fight too. And I think if we're gonna get that, Pacquiao's gonna have to put on the gloves and do some hard hitting to win it. Oh, most definitely, and and the thing is. The more I watch it, the more I become a Pacquiao fan just because Mayweather is super conceited. I mean, that whole all-access with Mayweather, with his million-dollar garage, uh, I mean, he's just flaunting his money, you know, left, right, and left. Um, and, and you know what? If that's the way you want to do it and you got the money, I'm not hating Okay, heck, I love to look at these cards that the man got, you know, and he's still doing good. Hopefully, he does give to charities. I don't need to know what they are. Uh, I mean, that's up to him. You know, he don't need to to publicize everything he does with his money. Uh, but he talks about how great he is, and then he had the nerve to say he was better than Muhammad Ali. And, um, oh, my God. Was it Sugar Ray Leonard? No. Uh, Joe Lewis, I think it was. Uh, but dude, there's no way he was better than Ali. None. Okay? He's not naming rounds that he's knocking out people. Exactly. Okay? And his fights don't have the, the power that Ali had. Okay, uh, Mayweather, 47-0, and 0, 
okay? Show me Joe Frazier. Give show me that Joe Frazier Mayweather fight. You know? He didn't he ain't fought a Joe Frazier. Or George okay? Foreman. Or George Foreman or Ken Norton. Yes. Okay? He don't have those fights on his resume. Okay, that's that's you know, maybe if he would have fought Pacquiao five years ago, you know, caught him in his prime, things would have been different. I'm, you know? I'm putting Sugar Ray. Yeah. I, I, I'm putting yeah. Sugar Ray. I mean, Sugar Ray beat Hearns. Sugar Ray beat Marvin. Marvin Hagler, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm putting Sugar Ray. Duran. Yeah, Duran. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, it's hard to, to tell, but it's fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, with, I mean, you know, I grew up, I was slower than my brother. My brother was, like, super fast. Mm-hmm. And we would get into fights, and it would be like he could hit me four times to my one, you know. So I I was like George Foreman. That was my my. Look, I know I'm gonna have to take some, but if I land one, that's all I need. It's, oh, let me land one, okay? <laughs> so I was like a heavy hitter, and that was. I mean, I started playing football mm-hmm. because he played basketball. I just wanted to be different. We were a year apart, and and I just didn't didn't want. To, to, to follow in his footsteps. I mean, it was bad enough being called Little Davis, mm-hmm. you know, but now I got to follow in his footsteps. So, in a way, I kind of I, I kind of get John, you know, branch off, do your own thing, mm-hmm. create your own name, mm-hmm. create, you know, mm-hmm. your 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 own identity. And I and that was something that, that was real important for me. Well, well, Ed, let me let me know a little bit about um What's going on in football? Let's, let's let's visit on that aspect for a little bit because I really haven't heard nothing since Tebow going to Philly. Has there any been some any more information out there in the football world? Right now, there is nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the NFL gives you just a little bit, little bit, you know. Uh, last Tuesday, there was the primetime uh, schedule announcement, mm-hmm. okay, which um, kind of, I'm not really, really feeling the Steelers schedule this year, mm-hmm. even though I will be backing them 100%, uh, the Steelers have a very rough schedule. They open the, the NFL season in New England. As New England gets to unveil their Super Bowl uh, banner and everything else, I think that the opening team that won the Super Bowl that opens up the next season is like ten and one or nine and one. And normally they're blowouts. You know, you got the crowd psyched. You got the you know super defending champion psyched, mm-hmm. and they just want somebody to come just to slaughter. And this year they chose the Steelers. Uh, they're going to have a revamp secondary. Uh, and the only thing that the Steelers have going for them, okay, because Le'Veon Bell won't be there, okay, is a new defensive coordinator. So it may take Tom Brady a little while to figure out what the Steelers are actually doing. But once he does, he's probably going to pick them apart. Now, when they're, when they're, you know, doing all this ceremony stuff, 
and you know, and, and, and the crowd going crazy. Where are you going to be in your house? Are you going to be, is that the time you take a restroom break? Or I mean, exactly. No, 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 no. I will actually sit there and listen to it. I want to see everybody. I want my, I want the Steelers to, to, to absorb it and then go out and quiet them. Just go out and just put a whipping on them, make them, make them be quiet, make them go home, talking about, so what, it's only one game, we're still the defending champions. That's what I want. Okay, okay, okay. you heard it, but, you heard uh, it from yeah. Pittsburgh Steeler fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, so I'm a, like I said, I'm an Eagles fan. You know, I, you know, being, being in Topeka, you, you know, you love your Chiefs, don't get me wrong, but... You know, I've I've always been a, a, a Eagles fan, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they do with the new running back they got, and just looking forward to uh, my thing is beat the Cowboys. You know, yeah. that's that's my thing. I got too many friends that are Cowboy diehards, and you know, to me, Cowboy fans think you know sometimes they're better than you. You know. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, now that the schedule's been released. Uh, nothing's happening. Uh, you won't see anybody trade it. You won't see anything. And that's just because this Thursday is the NFL draft. Yeah. So this Thursday will be the draft. And then, um, well, actually, Thursday, Friday, Saturday will be the draft. Because mm-hmm. now they just break down. The first round is on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I think the second and third is on uh, Friday. Friday. And in the fourth through, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, the last person picked, is all on a Saturday. Yes. So um, that's why there's no, you know, major movements or nothing. There'll be movements on Thursday, people trading up and trading down. Um, But, yeah, it'll be quiet up until then. And then I believe if you're not chosen in the draft, Saturday night is when, uh, and you're a senior in the, in the in college, you become a free agent, and I mean you may get five or six different offers, uh, and then you have to figure out which team is wanting you there to be a body so they can cut you. And which one do you actually have a chance of making the team with, you know? Uh, And hopefully you'll choose right. Uh, So, um, yeah, it's going to be a heck of a week starting Thursday. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, with me, like I, you know, visit with Ed about the the NFL, you know, then you you talk about – you know, Eddie, as far as the NBA, and like I said, me watching the games, you know, I've been staying up late, been uh, not wanting to get up in the morning, but I know I have to. But like I said, watching Golden State out west and then turn around and knowing that the winner out of the Clippers and the San Antonio Spurs have to meet another monster <laughs> when they play Houston Rockets, who are looking good in their series. Didn't he so, just drop 42? Yes, yes. That that second round is going to be, gosh, that's going to be dangerous, you know, because you got, I mean, it's night night in, night out for uh, for Harden. He, he just comes to work. He comes to work, you know, and then he's got his big man playing looking good, you know, so – 
I mean, that that's going to be some very, very interesting uh, mindset and, and some good basketball to watch. I um, I still think, you know, watch out for the Chicago Bulls because uh, everybody's saying Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland. And, and don't, don't count out the Atlantic Hawks who are, I believe, are playing right now to try to go up 3-0 in their series. So, I mean, you got a lot of good teams. You got the Memphis Grizzlies who are – who are up in their series, but they go to Portland today. And, I mean, it's just fun basketball. But like Ed said, man, it was really good for both of us old school to see San Antonio, you know, go at it like they did. And uh, that's going to be a very interesting series itself. So, yeah, so you guys that are on that NBA, when we start uh, giving out this little information for you to contact us, like you said, on this uh Call in, uh, uh, call in, man. Make sure you call in and let us know everything that we talked about on our podcast. Most definitely, man. And uh, hey, have you been uh, movie wise, TV wise? Have you been watching any TV? No, I haven't been. You know, uh, I haven't. I haven't got around to it. You know. See, I just started watching um, Dual Survivor. Okay, uh, you know those little Survivor shows where they put. Um, put this dude in the wilderness and he's got to make his way out and he shows you how to, you know, how you can survive if something bad happens. Well, now they have dual survivor and it's two of them. And uh, the one guy, he's a special ops member, um, ex-special ops. And, I mean, this guy is just, one of these dudes that that could take, you know, oh, a stick, a rock, you know, and a and a vine, and somehow mash them all together to create this elaborate booby trap. To, you know, MacGyver. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, you know, yes. snag a bear or something with a little bitty stick. You know, and the other guy, he's lived twenty years off the land. Okay. And I kid you not, what got me hooked on the show, They, I was flipping channels. They're out in, like, the Arizona wilderness, okay? They gave them a bicycle that was all beat up. And the special ops guy was like, you know what? We could take some rocks, break this bike down, and use some of the parts. And the guy that's been living on the wilderness, he's like, oh, no. He said, that's just wasting energy. He said, we don't need that bike. He said, uh. Trust me. He said, they set us up today in my territory. We will be fine. This man walked in a pair of flip-flops and shorts. Okay? No boots. No nothing. Flip-flops. No socks. All right? Got this dude out. Found water. Okay? Made pouches out of cactus. Uh... The dude was bad, so I figured, well, this, I mean, this, this show's halfway over. Another one come on, all right? The next show, they're in the forest in Pennsylvania, okay? The man still wore the same flip-flops, okay? <laughs> what? Yes, yes. The old, I'm waiting on uh, Triple Survivor, where they have them two, and then they add Turtle Man. Okay, <laughs> and once they do that, then I'm done with TV. Then I'm oh done. Oh my gosh! Yeah. 
that's, that, uh, yeah, that's, yeah that's that's the show that I that I started watching lately, um, just because my daughter ain't been around. She's in Virginia, so I didn't have to, you know. Watch Disney Channel, <laughs> Nickelodeon. And, uh, so what's going on in the news, Ed? Are you are you familiar? Because I mean, last week we visit on a least uh, 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 visit on a, a little of on the, you know, uh, police brutality. Now where where are we at now? Is there anything interesting going on? There was there was an earthquake last night, I believe. Uh, a 7.8 magnitude earthquake that slammed Nepal. Death toll is now at 1,500. Uh, this is going to take, like, international help. There's there's no way this country can do this on their own. But, uh, yeah, it's it's bad. That That's bad. And then, of course, another person got shot by the police. Um, I I don't know what to say about about stuff like that when I see it. Some of them I understand. Some of them it's beyond me. It is it's truly beyond me. Um. So yeah 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 I I really don't know. Uh, this last one I thought the police officer was in the wrong. He shot the guy. The guy is now paralyzed. Um, they have video of it. Um, and here, while I'm telling you a little bit about it, I'll let you watch the video. It's going to... Uh, Friday. Let's save on every... It's going to load up here in a second, Eddie. And then after you see the video, you tell me, did the officer have to shoot, okay, or not? Okay. Yet another officer-involved shooting of an unarmed African-American man is caught on video. It's an incident. I see, he did not, um, they didn't have to say African-American. Palm Beach County Sheriff's Department, and it shows they an unarmed just suspect on a unarmed. bike, a man he on a bike. He gets off his bike, he walks over towards the cop. Get off, and then you hear the deputy and, uh, firing four shots he, at him. See, look, he's running. You hear that? Wow. <laughs> he is running. From the police, is in, uh, West and he got shot the video, four the times the video. in the back, uh, Alina, and what now, are you he's, the now he's paralyzed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Man, and man. They it, said that the policeman thought he was reaching for a gun, so there was no charges filed. Now the video shows that he wasn't reaching for a gun, he was actually trying to take off running. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. that's what it looked like, you know. Uh, and and what's going on with this, uh, with the, you talked about the earthquake. What's going on in Texas right now? I, I'm hearing that we got this storm that's, that's getting ugly up there in Texas, going into Oklahoma, and we're talking tornadoes, they're saying. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, they I said Fort Worth got hit hard. See, and I haven't heard... Uh, how bad, or you know, I'm sure that Red Cross and the National Guard is already down there. Um, you know, back in when we were growing up, dude, when stuff like that happened, no one thought about looting. You know, you went down there to help your fellow man. Now, it's still sprinkling. 
and people are looking for TVs. You know, Dude, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm over here. Oh, should I help you or grab this Vizio? You or the Vizio? Well, he'll still be here. All right, let me just put the Vizio in the trunk. Okay. Yeah, it, it's it's out of it's out of control. It really is out of control. Yes, yes, yes. And and you know what? I've never run into a uh, to a knock on wood into a bad police officer. I've always been lucky enough to 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 to, to not you know have to deal with one. But uh, yeah, man, if you go to Facebook, Instagram, uh, people are just posting uh, photos of tornadoes, uh, of the wind being uh, knocking down homes, blowing up trees. I mean, doing the whole, the whole nine. So yeah, it's something. Mother Nature's is hitting. Yes. Yeah, see, and people, people, people don't understand now that uh, now. I mean, people used to talk about you know, oh well, I'll just pray and and everything will be all right and stuff. Now people believe in the the book of Doppler. That's what I call. I call yeah. it the book of Doppler. If Doppler, if the weatherman gets on TV and say Doppler, say all oh, this is gonna be flooded. Trust me, Doppler don't play. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's uh, God telling you, don't be here the yeah. next 24 hours. Yeah, go visit some relatives and take the main part of your uh, home accessories with you. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got something I want to visit with you on, Ed. I know you remember the bad boys of Detroit yeah. basketball. You know, they won, but they fought. What's going on with the Royals? <laughs> Are they the bad boys of baseball now? Oh, no, they've been hanging out on uh, Quindaro Street in Kansas or, or Prospect in Missouri because they're fighting. Like every other day, it yeah, seems like. Yeah, and they're like. clearing the bench. See, that's just team. That's team ball there. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to, even if you don't want to fight, you have to run out there, <laughs> you know. And, and you can tell those that don't want to fight because – they match up with the other team's player who don't want to fight. Yeah, the shadow boxing. Yeah. Nobody hit nobody. Uh-huh. They don't even swing because they know if you swing nowadays in sports, you lose money. Yes. Okay? Yes, yes. And they just be sitting there talking about, dude, don't don't swing, dude. Yeah. I, hey, I'm not making that much. Okay? Yeah, <laughs> you ain't they, making that much. Yeah, they, yeah. they got into it the last – Probably three out of four games. I mean, it's, it's, and they're still winning though. Yeah, that's they're the, still winning. They're still winning. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the thing though. I mean, and yes, I and guess. you know, until the Major League Baseball, you know, really, I guess they suspended a couple of them, mm-hmm. but until they, uh, you know, until they actually put their foot down, man, it, it's gonna gonna get bad. You know, uh, yeah, the Royals pitcher, your Dana Ventura, he got a seven-game suspension. I don't believe a pitcher only pitches like you get one, you pitch one game, then you rest for four or three. 
those three games that you're not even going to play count as your suspension. Yes, yes. So that's yes. stupid. Yes. I don't like that. Now, I don't know if we touched base on that, but did you see that? What 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 I didn't understand is the guy that slid in that missed the whole base <laughs> and slid into to, uh, the second baseman for the Royals. Yeah, he didn't. Did he get suspended at all? Uh, I know Ventura got a seven game. Valquez got a, and I hope I pronounced his name right, a five game suspension. Uh, Kane a two game. Herrera a two game, and. Uh, I think that may have been it. So what? So all it was just the Royals that got suspended. No, 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 uh, no. I take that back. Those were the Royals players for the White Sox. Chris Sale and Jeff Samar somebody got you sound five like games. You can't fight. Uh, yeah, they both got five games suspension. Tyler Flowers was not suspended, but was fined an undisclosed amount. Uh, yeah, and also the players that got suspended was also fined a, uh, an undisclosed amount. And you know what I always thought? If you find somebody, especially in the NFL, if you find somebody for an illegal hit, the money that you find them should go to the guy that took the hit. <laughs> Hospital <bill. laughs> You know, if James Harrison hit me and they decided it was illegal, and I missed the second half of the game, and they find him $100,000, I should get that. <laughs> you know, it should go to me. But, no, the NFL takes it, and they put it in the, some little fund. Yes. Yeah, I took the hit. The fund didn't take the hit, you know. And I know they, they, they'll say, oh, we're doing it, and we're going to give it to the kid. Well, let the kid take the hit, okay? <laughs> I mean, uh, God, they got they a... Got, uh, Looser bones, they'll they'll absorb it exactly, better. Exactly, exactly. Well, I'm gonna get a lot of a lot of email now. <laughs> hey, people gonna be sending an email to double e seven eight five at gmail dot com. Give us something. Give yeah. us something. <laughs> well, man, this looks like this will be the uh, end of podcast number six. Man, yes. Um, and then we will be back next Sunday with podcast number seven. Hopefully with good news that you can now listen to us on iTunes as well as SoundCloud. Uh, you can get a link on Facebook. We should have our Twitter up and running by then. Um, and another social media website. I don't know. But uh, now that my kids will be back home, they can set all that stuff up. I was just going to say... Some of this stuff that I'm gonna have to go get my daughter to show me how to get on. Oh, know? definitely, yeah, man. I, I, I just can't do all this stuff, you know. And they got my son was telling me uh, that there's a device that you wear. It's a little bitty electronic device, and any time that somebody with a smartphone that has like a Twitter or an Instagram account, walks by you, it likes a picture or it likes your Instagram account or your your Twitter account or something like that. So like you could be walking through the mall and just picking up likes on your Twitter account just because these people have this on their phone. They don't even know who you are. 
but they just liked you. And they said that's how uh, Kim Kardashian has all those likes and that she has it something implemented on pictures Mm -hmm. that if you look at her picture, it counts as a like Mm -hmm. and all that. I don't know why you need to be liked that much, Mm -hmm. but, you know. I just want to get our podcast out to our listeners. Yeah, most you know? definitely. And I don't want to do it a sneaky way. And can we give some shout-outs before we leave? Make Definitely. Sure. Definitely. Yes, for our uh, listeners. Love to shout-out everybody that's been following us on Facebook. Uh, i love to give a shout-out to everybody that's been following us on SoundCloud. Uh, the ones that we've already announced. Um, and... Let's see here. Let's go in here. Esteban Vega, uh, Frank Nunez, uh, Mrs. Stroud, uh, Mr. Fox. There's a bad. Uh, we have a bunch of different likes on Facebook. Oh, most definitely. Oh, God. Most definitely There's like a showstopper who was on last week's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maria De La Toya. Yeah, Angel Akins, Lisa Kelly, uh, Jay Bell, Robin Mendez. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's on and on and on, and we're, we're liking that. We're liking that. Definitely. Oh, Robin, yeah, you're, you're following us. You go. Keep on. Keep <laughs> on. We like that. We like that. Anisha Lee. Okay, okay. That's my daughter. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So, so she better yeah. like you. Yeah, exactly, yes, exactly. I got both my kids liking us. Yeah, right on. And it goes on. So you guys keep listening, and uh, we'll keep talking. And drop us a line, double E785 at gmail.com, if you want to be on the program, if you know somebody that should be on the program, uh, if you want us to change part of the program. Okay, just whatever whatever's on your mind, we like to share it with everybody. So drop us a line. Uh, we'll have our phones up uh, here real, real soon. Uh, we're really doing big things with this podcast, and, and we want to thank you all for listening. Yeah, we're coming out of the YMCA uh, this Saturday, and uh, like I said, we're most definitely looking forward to the June 13th, three-on-three basketball we're 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 shutting down the block i mean we got food we got a dj and we're going to try to follow up after that with some uh live music in the in the future but most definitely uh like to see you guys come down and you know just show a little of your talent definitely and if you want us to uh broadcast from your facility Drop us a line, yeah, seven eight five at gmail.com. Because in the future, we are we are going places. You know, we, we're gonna go to different spots, and you know, let's 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 do this. Well, thank you for listening and signing off for the Double E Podcast. I'm Ed and Eddie. Thank you.